Okay, let's get started here. Oh, now uh, I want to start in uh, uh, the book of Psalms. And in the book of Psalms here, I want us to go to Psalm 20. Uh, so why are we going there? Well, I run across it. You would have run across it too. Maybe you have. Uh, but anyway, uh, let me close that down just a second. Give you a second to catch up. Now, let's go to Psalm 20 here just a moment. Okay, Psalm 20. Hello, catch up with me. Here we go. Getting close. 16, here we go. Okay, now, it, it, interesting. <laughs> In your day of trouble. I mean, now, this is why you have to stick with, with the truth about Jesus, not what you may have heard about Jesus. Find out what the Bible says about it because people... And I love them. I love all these people. They're in church, whatever. But sometimes they'll give you a little bit information that's not scripturally correct. Not that you're being a stickler, except on issues like this. Look at this. In your day of trouble, you've got to have the Lord in your mind that he is there to help you. Not put you in trouble, but get you out of trouble. Okay. So easy to believe that, well, maybe my troubles are because the Lord gave them to me. How are you ever going to get out of it? And why would you even want to pray then? Well, you, well, there's so much of this, you know, well, I guess God's building. You're not going to find this God building attitude stuff. And, and, and we need to learn to be thankful or whatever and all this kind of stuff. That goes without saying. It goes without saying, okay? So we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. Okay, watch this. In your day of trouble, may the Lord be with you. Now, we're going to find out that Jacob's case, God said, I'll be with you. And it's not just... I'm with you, and so you're stuck. No, it's like this. In Revelation 3.20, a beautiful picture here. Jesus is standing at the door knocking. He's not out doing something else. He's right there with us. And he's there for a reason. Notice it was called the day of trouble. Watch this. The Lord be with you. May the God of, look at that, Jacob, look at this, keep you from all harm. Now, I can't help but go, but a few, just a little bit further. May he send you aid from his sanctuary. I mean, come on. I mean, you know what aid is. The Americans send aid to other countries. What is that? Well, we give them problems. No, we don't. We send them money, okay? We send them help, you know. All right. May he send you aid from his sanctuary. May he remember with pleasure the gifts you have given him. In other words, your sacrifices. And our sacrifices today, we don't offer cows and stuff. We give him our time, our life. We'll just, whatever, okay. May he grant you, uh-oh, a foul. You can't be saying that. Well, you just need to hang it up. Because God Almighty created this whole creation, and it's more massive than anything you could ever desire. He's not going to go broke if he helps you get a new car. He's not going to go broke if he does something else that you think is so out of this world. Matter of fact, people that came to Jesus, Jesus said, what do you want me to do? He didn't say, well, I'm limited here. <laughs> he said, and besides that, the Lord told several times, is anything too hard for me? May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill your plans. May there be shouts of joy uh, when we hear the news of your victory flags flying with praise to God all over for what he's done for you. That's the reason we're asking for praise reports. And sometimes it's not us. It's not here. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying we shouldn't be able to keep our mouth shut. And I know we do. There, there's things. I mean, if Bob was here this morning, Bob, Bob always tells me, he says, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> and so I know how it goes. It's okay. Thank God we remember when we get outside and we talk to each other. We're going, oh, let me tell you what happened this way. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Oh, let me tell you this. A lot of these great things. So anyway, notice, why did it say the God of Jacob? Anybody know? It's a little history lesson here. Who was Jacob's dad? Anybody know? Who's Jacob's dad? Huh? That was a granddad. Isaac. Okay. So now we know the sequences. Abraham, Isaac, and it was Jacob. But there was something about Mr. Jacob here. 
Well, Jacob was the dad of uh, all of the Israelites. Okay, uh, he was the 12 tribes, shall you say, because he had 12 sons. Jacob gets a name change. Anybody know what his name change is? He wrestled with an angel one night, you know. He had his name changed to what? It was called Israel. That's where the Israelites come from. His name was changed to Israel. So, anyway, if we get time, I'm not sure if we would or not, but we'll see that. So let's go see Mr. Jacob, and let's particularly look at keep you from all harm. Wow. And all these great things. In other words, may he answer all your prayers. And notice this is about, this is about 800, no, it's right at about 1,000 years afterward, David wrote this. He's still saying, well, I believe all that happened. Well, of course, it did happen. The Bible assumes we know these things are true. Now, let's go back and let's see this. And you're going to find this in the book of Genesis. And let's start here, I think, about 25. Let's go Genesis and we'll go 25. Start right here. I think we've got to go to 27. Yeah, 27, 28, 29. Okay, we got to that part last week. All right, let's back up. It's the tail end at 29. So let's see where we're going here with this. All right, Jacob already gets to meet his uh, beautiful wife and his less beautiful wife. Remember that? Rachel was a knockout. Leah had what? Beautiful eyes. (laughs) Okay, something about that, isn't it? Okay, let's just see a little bit of that for just a moment. He's left his, he's, anyway, notice this. Laban had two daughters, Leah the older, her younger sister, Rachel. Leah had lovely eyes. What's that mean? Well, you figure it out. But Rachel was shapely in every way a beauty. What about Leah with eyes? (laughs) Hey, that's just what it says, okay? You know, anyway, well, Jacob was in love with Rachel. So he told his father, I'll work for you seven years if you'll give me Rachel. Well, I'm going to speed through this because we already got this. Remember, Laban said, fine, work for me seven years. And they were so in love. Okay, but the wedding night, guess what happened? The dad gave him Leah in the dark. Oh, man, he wakes up in the morning and he is so mad. He's saying, what the heck is this? In the morning, it was Leah. What sort of trick is this, Jacob raged. I worked seven years for Rachel. What do you mean by this trickery? Well, you can tell Mama was involved here going, Leah ain't ever going to get married unless you do this. <laughs> so Leah was shoved in the bedroom chamber that night. But anyway, oh, it's not our custom to marry off the younger daughter ahead of the older sister. Now, where did that, you know, everybody talks in terms of tradition. You know, we all talk like we know, well, the only way you can change that brake line is you have to, like we're all experts. Well, it may not be. I mean, but anyway. Anyway, Raven replied smoothly, wait until the bridal week's over, and I promise you, you work for me seven more years, you can have Rachel. Well, he gave Rachel anyway. Okay, now, bottom line here, uh, Jacob, you know, he's spending the night with Rachel, okay, but Laban also gave Rachel, they had servant girls too, whatever, okay, with them. And, uh, but anyway, he said Jacob was sliding Leah. In other words, he wasn't spending time in bed with Leah. He was spending time in bed with who? Well, the one he loved. Now, watch this. So Leah, even though he did go to bed with Leah, the one with the beautiful eyes, okay, she became pregnant. She named her first son, here's your first tribe of Israel, Reuben. We've heard that. Reuben, yeah, name all the 12 tribes. It's like the 12 disciples. Let's see, there was Matthew, there was who? There was John, there was James, there was Thaddeus, you know, all that list. Well, you remember, these are Israelite names. Think of the names. We got Levi. See if you can help me name some of It was Levi. We named one Reuben right here. There was Simeon, you know anymore? Gad, Naphtali. Uh, It takes me a while to get them all, but all these different names. Okay, Asher was one. Manasseh. Okay, but notice the first woman, Leah, because she's married now, just with beautiful eyes. 
Her first kid, she names him Reuben. Why? Because her husband's not staying in bed with her as much as she's staying in bed with what? The sister. It's a sister-sister fight, okay? So anyway, she said Reuben, she called him Reuben because God noticed my trouble. So now we know the first tribe of Israel was named after two sisters so competitive. Well, God's seen my trouble. Well, guess what? Now she has another one called what? Soon she became pregnant again. She named him Simeon. Well, I've heard Simeon. Yeah, well, guess what? Guess what his name means? Jehovah heard. It's funny. We have Christians today that don't, they don't think God hears our prayers or they think, well, he hears, but he decides whether or not he wants to help or not. That's, that's, that's so not the story. He heard and got the request. She got the request. Okay. For she said, Jehovah heard that I was being, look at this, I was being unloved. And he gave me another son. Oh, no, look at this. Then she became pregnant again. Man, she said, this is her third son. This guy's named Levi. That's the Leviticus, the Levitical tribe. That's where the priests come from. But this has nothing to do with priests right now. Levi was called what? Attachment. Meaning, surely my husband, look at this. Come on in. Surely my husband will feel affection for me. Wow, we got three kids already. Come on in, Lord. And they're all named after... She's been slighted by her husband because her sister's more pretty than she is. Well, surely my husband will feel affection for me now since he's given me three sons. Then guess what? Once again, now she's got four. And she's just like, she called him Judah. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of, oh, that name means somebody was so thrilled that they had a baby. It's called praise. Because she said, look, now I will, uh, she says, now I will praise Jehovah. Okay. Now, Go right into the next chapter. Look what happened. There, remember, there were no markers in this. This was so that we could spin quickly to get somewhere. So this is the very next thing that happened. Look at this. Rachel realizing she was barren. Okay, what does that mean? Been to the doctor a million times. Can't have kids. Okay. She can't have kids. Look what she does. Where's all this spiritual? There's, this is a history book. We get spiritual things out. This is a history book, okay? She was mad. She was envious of her sisters. Look what she says. Give me children or I'm going to die. <laughs> Man, now look at, oh, Jacob needs to go to temper tantrum school, doesn't he? Look at that. He flew into a rage. Well, he should have. I mean, his wife, it, look, listen, if you ain't ever been married before, you figure it out. I mean, love conquers all, and you love each other, whatever. But, I mean, but man, look, don't expect it to just be peaceful all the time. I mean, you, you work things out. You don't work things. You, you do the same thing with your best friend, you know. Sometimes you get angry at your best friend. A few minutes later, you're playing. Okay. Man, Jacob flew into a race. He said, my God. I said, he's the one that's responsible for your barrenness, you know. Anyway, Rachel told him, sleep with my servant girl. Remember, she, her dad gave her a servant girl. She said, sleep with my servant girl, and then her kids will be mine. So she gave him Bildad. We'll just call her Betty. So he said, gave her Betty, you know. Um, Jacob's got four women. Okay, wow. All right, here we go. So sleep with my servant girl. We'll call her Betty. Bill, is what his name was, to be his wife. And she slept with him, and she became present and, named, and presented him with a son. Now, look what she named him. Here we are on the fifth tribe of Israel. So spiritual. <laughs> look what they named him. Justice, for she says, God finally has given me justice and heard my plea. Okay? But it actually, uh, you know, it actually, well, it was her because her, it was her servant girl. But anyway. The servant girl became pregnant again and gave Jacob a second son. Rachel named him, look at this, Naphtali. Well, we've heard of that name. Well, that's, that's the sixth son, meaning wrestling. For she said, I am in a fierce contest with my sister and I'm winning. Now do the math. Two to four. Who's really winning? <laughs> four. They're not winning. But she thinks she is. Wow. 
Meanwhile, Leah, now here comes the other sister, because she stopped having kids. And she's like, uh-oh, i got to fix this. So she wasn't getting pregnant anymore. So she gave her her servant girl, so now here's the fourth wife, okay, to his wife. And, of course, she's going to become pregnant. And here comes your seventh child of Israel. And look at this. She named him Gad, the tribe of Gad. Remember the book of Joshua, the tribe of Gad will have this region of the promised land, whatever. Here we go. This, this is the story behind it. And what was he called? My luck has turned. <laughs> yeah. Then she had another son. She named him Asher, meaning what? Happy, for she said, what joy is mine. Other women will think I'm so blessed. Anyway, now look at this. I mean, I tell you what, this is like, have we become, is this the X-rated chapter of the Bible? Look, I started to say it's history. One day during the wheat harvest, Reuben found some mandrakes. You ever heard of a Aphrodite's or whatever you want to call it, you know, um, uh, stuff. Growing in the field and brought them to his mother, Leah. Okay, remember Leah, the two sisters, Leah and what, Rachel? Rachel begged Leah to give some of them to her. Leah angrily replied, because they knew it was up, says, nope, Papa's sleeping with me tonight. The sister's going, he needs to sleep with me. How am I ever going to get pregnant? And how is my servant girl going to get pregnant again? He's all the time sleeping with you. So these girls were at each other's throats. Leah angrily said, wasn't it enough to steal my husband? And now you want to steal my son's mandrakes too? Anyway, Rachel said sadly, he will sleep with you tonight because of the mandrakes. That evening, as soon as Jacob was coming home from the field, Leah went out to meet him. You must sleep with me tonight, she said, for I have, I've hired you with some mandrakes my son's found. Oh, brother. Anyway, so we did. Whoops, whoops. Did he? Hang on. Let me see what happened. <clears throat> Shouldn't have. Do what now? Well, I know, but I, I thought I, th- I thought it was just fooling us. Hang on a second. We'll find out. Ah, oh. if we have to, we'll go back to. Uh, oh, it's connected. Oh, oh, it's not connected. Ah, no wonder. Quick timeout. There we go. Now it's connected. Come back to life. There we go. While we're waiting, I'll use uh, I'll use this right here. Okay, so she had the mandrakes. Anyway, mandrakes, like I say, was just a. Uh, it was the actually the Living Bible actually says it was peasant women thought you use these things and it would cause you to get pregnant. Okay, whatever. Oh, uh, okay. So we'll catch up with it a bit. Okay. What now? Mandrix. It's a it's a it's a leafy plant that uh, the uh, it was just something that you, it was a leafy plant that, that that women thought if you ate that then it would help you get pregnant faster or whatever. <clears throat> okay, uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, you don't eat any of those. Okay, I got you. All right, here we go. While I'm waiting, this thing this thing's coming back. Here we go. So in the evening, he was coming home. Leah went out to meet him. Says, "You got to sleep with me tonight. I'm hiring you with." With some mandrakes, my son found. Anyway, God answers her answers her prayer again. Now this is Leah. She's actually she's already had four kids. The last one was Judah, and now she had two more by her servant girl. In other words, you had a you know it's like Cinderella has got some maids works with her. That's what it is. So this woman Leah, she had a servant girl named Bilda. I guess is what it was. And uh, but anyway, um, um, so uh, but now and Leah had already quit having kids. She had four. Who was the first? It was Reuben, Simeon, and something and something. Okay, but now all of a sudden she's gonna have another one. Oh my gosh! Uh, let's so here's what she says. Oh, uh, yeah. 
So she said uh, God answered her prayers, and she became pregnant again uh, and gave birth to a fifth son. She named him Issachar. We've heard that. We'll see. Again, this guy here. And guess what Issachar means? It means wages because she had to pay. Remember, she's just got beautiful eyes. <laughs> I'll pay you to sleep with me. <laughs> And we already know that Jacob was sliding. He was like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in love with Rachel. I'm going to spend a night over here. But, and notice how she says it. I'm hiring you to go to bed with me. I mean, this is what he said. And so she named this guy. What did you call him? Uh, Issachar, meaning wages. For she said, God has repaid me for giving my slave girl to, uh, to my husband. Okay, she named him, uh, anyway, uh, once again she became pregnant with a sixth son, and she named him Gifts, Zebulun, what was his name, okay. For she says, God has given me good gifts for my husband, and he will honor me, for he's given me six sons. So all six of Leah's sons, two by the slave girl, were all named after, I'm going to make him love me because, you know, I'm going to uh, get pregnant here, whatever. Okay, let me get this back up. Here we go. Ready to roll. Give it a second. Refresh. Okay. So. <clears throat> all right. Now we're cruising. Now back here, we're still in Genesis chapter 30. Okay. So you're going to sleep with uh, uh, Leah. And he did. Okay. Now watch this. But God remembered Rachel's plight. Now remember, Rachel hadn't even had any kids yet. Okay. Answered her prayers. Gave her a child. Okay. For she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And he says, God has removed the dark slur against my name. She said, and she named him, everybody knows a Joe. I have a Joe in my life, I know. Joe this, Joe that, I know a Joe. Guess what Joe means? Can you read it? May I have another? I mean, one, one, another. I want one donut. No, I want three. <laughs> you know, that was the whole, can you see the competition between these girls? May I have another one? And guess what? She does have another one, and his name is Benjamin. Later on. But now guess what this Joseph is? You know who this Joseph is? Coat of many colors, second in line to Pharaoh in a few years. Now, let's do the math here just a minute. This, we're going to find out this all took place in 20 years. Leah had six, actually seven. She had two by the servant girl, and she had four on her own, so that's six. And then she had another one. Actually, there's eight. She's got eight. Give or take, let's say this was one per year, so eight years have gone by. But now you got two daughters, so... So there's eight, and then we already have one by Rachel, but Rachel also had two others by the servant girl. So we're, at, we're looking at 11 already. Yeah, because Benjamin's fixed to be born later. Okay, so there's 11 kids, and it's probably only been about eight years. Okay, eight years have gone by. Boy, this guy has got some strapping sons already. Okay, but they're only eight years old or whatever. Well, they're eight, nine, ten. I mean, excuse me, back on eight, seven, six, they're backed up. Now watch what happens. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay, soon after the birth of Joseph, Rachel, uh, to Joseph, to Rachel, Jacob said to Laban, I want to go back home. Now remember, he's the heir. He and Esau, his brother, it was a brother, brother relationship, and boy, Esau was going to kill him. And he already got the blessing. His dad owns all the country in basically down in the southern part of where, where it's Israel. And he's the sole heir. It's not going to Esau. But he's been gone 20 years, just about. Look at this. Now watch closely. Now why do we have this? And for goodness sake, if you're young and you're having trouble getting married, you better believe the Bible. This is just ridiculous. G, uh, well, it's Jesus, but G, uh, excuse me. Moses told the disciples, told the disciples, slow down. Moses told the children of Israel in, uh, 
Exodus chapter 20. I want to call it 15, but I'm going to say it's 20. It's 20, it's 20, it's 20, 23. He said, I'll bless your water and your bread, and I'll take sickness out of the midst of you. And he says, he says, and the number of your days you will fulfill. And also it says, and there will none cast their young. That meant for, if you listen, if, if you are, this is what we believe as Christians sometimes, and it's so stupid, so don't believe this. You run out and go get, we were talking about German shepherds. You run out and get you a male German shepherd and a female German shepherd. What's your plan? When you want to raise puppies. Okay. And all of a sudden, we've been taught in church, which is ridiculous and it's wrong. Well, we got a, a dame, shall we say, the female German shepherd. We take him to the vet and they go, well, she's got some problems. She can't get pregnant. And what do we do? Oh, the Lord's testing us. And the whole time we're fixed to read a story about the blessing of birth and all this kind of stuff. Because the Lord. I mean, you talk about a quick road to poverty. And our world was not designed in poverty. Go buy a rose tree. Does a rose produce one rose? No, my knockout roses produce nearly 50. An apple tree, it doesn't just produce one. Each apple itself has got enough seeds in it. Oh, it's just astounding. If you plant one of those seeds, you've got another apple tree. You'll have more apples than you can deal with. But somehow we think that, you know, sometimes that, you know, God's not going to, no, stick with this. This belongs to you. But it works for the ladies as well. It belongs to you. I mean, it just, it just flat out tells you. Okay, here we go. So Jacob says to, to, Jacob says to Laban, I want to go back home. Take, let me take my wives and children. I've earned them from you and be gone. You know how fully I have paid for them with my service. Service. Now look what Laban says. Laban says, don't leave me. Now watch this. For a fortune teller? A fortune teller? Really? Yeah. That I consulted told me that these many blessings I've been enjoying are because you are being here. Wow, because you, you being here. Now listen, we already know in Galatians chapter 3 that we are blessed with faithful Abraham. But we are blind and not listening if we don't watch these things. That's the reason we have all these details. So when you walk away, you go, praise the Lord. Hey, after all, Psalm 20 says, the God of Jacob. See, Jacob was running around going, the God of Abraham. <laughs> and he already promised God when he had that experience with the ladder going up into heaven. He said, boy, if you'll do that, Lord, I'll serve you. you know? So this is what was happening. So anyway, he said, how much of a raise do you need to get you to stay? Whatever it is, I'll get you to pay. Oh, Jacob says, I faithfully served you for these many years. And your flocks and herds have grown. That's the reason... You don't need to be believing this, buying two German shepherds, and they go, you should stand there and go, now, Lord, I've read this stuff. That's not the way it's supposed to be with my German shepherds or golden retrievers or whatever it is or your squirrels or whatever. You don't want to be crazy having sugar gliders, and you forked out all that money. You get these sugar gliders, you get home, and it's like, don't ask why. Start praying. That's what the prayer is. We just saw Rachel say that God answered her prayers. We have the same thing. John the Baptist's mother, who was Zachariah, I mean, it was her name was Elizabeth, and Zachariah was in the temple lighting candles, whatever, and all of a sudden, whoa, Gabriel shows up. And Gabriel says, your prayers have been answered. Well, you better be praying, you know. And all of a sudden, John the Baptist was born. Anyway, man, we give up so many times just because we stump our toe. Why well, is the Lord's will? Boy, that, that toenail, I'm going to learn something from that. What are you going to learn? Well, I'm going to learn to watch it when I go around that counter. Yeah, the first time you're in a hurry, you're going to hit it again. <laughs> you know, it, it's not a matter of that. You know what I'm saying? But we, we just cut ourselves short so many times. But anyway, so anyway, he says, there's four. It was little indeed before I got here, and your wealth has increased enormously. Notice this. Jehovah has blessed you from everything I do. Wow. But now, what about me? When am I going to provide for my own, ha my own family? Well, what wages do you want? 
Jacob said, do one thing for me. Now watch this. Now Jacob was setting him up here. I'll go back to work for you. But basically he's saying, let me keep the speckled ones and all the black sheep. So they divided them all up. Here's what happened. He said, give me his wages. If you find any white goats or sheep among my flock, you'll know I stole them. All right. In other words, he said, give me the speckled and the black. So anyway, all right. Laban replied, it'll be as you said. So that very day, Laban went out and formed a flock for Jacob out of all the male goats that were ringed and spotted and the females that were speckled and spotted with any white patches uh, and all the black sheep. Okay, they all belonged to, Joseph, I mean, to Jacob, and he took them out three days journey out in the whatever with his kids. Jacob uh, gave them to his sons to take three days distance. Okay, Jacob stayed and cared for Laban's flock. Now, what you don't know here, you'll find in a few verses later, the Lord had spoke to Jacob, told him something to do. Okay. And where we get the idea that Jacob was some sort of hum, hum, I'm a monk, hum. I mean, the closest thing Jacob was was like George C. Scott on, on Christmas Carol, you know. He figured out that God was God, okay. But we make it sound like, oh, he jumped through all kind of hoops or whatever. No, he didn't. Jacob took fresh, fresh shoots from poplar. What's this? I ah, and some sort of tree limbs, almond, sycamore, peeled the white streaks in them placed the rods before the watering troughs at Laban's flock so they would see him when he came to get a drink. Now, again, I'm going to tell you, you'll see in a moment an angel told him to do this. And the Lord's going to tell you what to do, too. You should watch for this. Prosperity belongs to you. Otherwise, we need to live on Mars where there's nothing out there. I mean, there's, there's oh, I don't, uh. Man, when you die, you're going to streets of gold. I have not seen nor ear heard the things I have prepared for you. You know, anyway, for that's when they made it. Okay. The flocks made it before the white streaks rod, and their offering were what? They were streaked and spotted. Man, Jacob added them to his flock because that was the deal. Okay? Then he divided, he divided the ewes, the little lambs, from Laban's flock and segregated them from the rams. Did the same thing. All of a sudden, man, he is rocking and rolling with so many uh, crop, I mean, so many flocks. Anyway, thus he built his flocks. From Laban's. Moreover, he watched the stronger animals mate and placed the peeled branches before them, but he didn't with the feebler, feebler ones, and the less healthy lambs were Laban's. Oh, but I think it's the Lord's will for me to have the less. Cut it out. Let the Lord bless you abundantly. Let the Lord bless you. I tell you what, God wants, I mean, besides that, God said, don't you dare bring me a lamb that's got a problem for a sacrifice. Matter of fact, uh, one, uh, it was either Jeremiah or, or Isaiah. I think it was Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, yeah, you try that to the king. Oh, here, king, this is a gift I want to give you. The king will have a fit. Don't you bring me some diseased lamb. I want your best lamb. <laughs> you know? And God's saying, don't be bringing me some cheap lamb. God wants his sacrifices to be great. Why would he want me to have a car that's broke all the time? He wants your car to work great. He wants you to be blessed with your wallet. He wants your health to be fine. Remember, there was a guy that was blind one time, and he came to Jesus, and Jesus laid his hands on him, and he says, what do you see? Well, everybody looks like trees, and Jesus said, that ain't enough. And he touched him again, and immediately his eyes were restored. Guy with a withered hand one time, a withered hand. Well, that's okay. You got the other one. Well, that's not the way the Lord thinks. He got that guy to stretch forth his hand, and his hand was restored whole as the other. God wants both your hands working. Don't fill in the gaps and think that, oh, well, I guess. Quit reading those stories. Read these stories. Okay. Anyway, so here's what happened. So anyway, as a result, Jacob's flocks increased rapidly and became very wealthy. Now, who's responsible for that? The Lord told him, I will be with you. Guess what? That's the same Lord. He's with you and I. He's with you and I. Now, real quickly. Let's go into uh, the next thing that happened here. Let me check the clock here. Hold on a second. 
Yeah, I got about three minutes. Okay, watch this. Jacob learned that Laban's sons were grumbling. Now remember, that's his father-in-law's kids. He owes, he owes everything to our father. Now what were they talking about? The Lord's blessing, it is so tremendous. And it was on Jacob. And they were getting ticked off about it. All his wealth is, our father's, is at our father's expense. Soon Jacob noticed a considerable cooling in Laban's attitude toward him. You're going to find this too. Well, I don't know why people don't like me. Don't worry. The Lord will work it out for you. He'll fix it. Okay. Jehovah now spoke to Jacob and said, hey, go back to your dad's land. Your relatives. And look at this. I will be with you. Now, what did he promise him? He promised him he'd protect him too. And one thing he's thinking is, and we're not going to have time to get to it, but he thinks his brother's going to kill him when I come back home. But that's not what's going to happen. One day, Jacob sent for Rachel and Leah. Now watch this, you girls in this audience. Watch this. Watch this. Because back in the day, and sometimes it's still the same today, and you'll feel like, you know, gee, I'm getting gypped because I'm a woman. Well, watch this. Because you're part of this blessing of Abraham. Jacob sent for Rachel and Leah. Here's his two wives. Come to me out in the field where the flocks are. And let's talk things over. Your father has turned against me. <laughs> well, they, were with, they weren't on their dad's side. They were like, man, he's treating us like crap too. He told them, and now the God of my fathers has come and spoken to me saying, hey, head home. You know how hard I've worked for your father? 14 years. And he's been completely unscrupulous and broken his wage contract with me again and again and again. See, what happened was Laban switched and said, okay, I want the speckled ones now and I want the black ones. But guess what happened when they swapped the sheep? The other sheep started producing. So you can't run from your prosperity unless you, like Peter, when you're walking on the water, you holler back at the boat saying, hey, guys, save me. I'm drowning. Instead of going, Jesus, save me. That's how fast your faith changes. It's instantaneous. You can be using your faith one second and the next second. You know, We're not talking about going to heaven faith. We're talking about surviving faith. Daily problems. The Lord is my shepherd. I got everything I need. I'm going to make it. He makes me lie down in green pastures. It don't look, look like burnt turf to me. Well, look for the green pastures because he said he spread a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Keep looking. Use your faith then. Lord, I'm not sleeping here tonight. Where do you want me to sleep? And God will deal with you just like he dealt with Elisha. He said, well, I know you're way out here, but don't worry about it. Ravens are fixing to be here. Yep, there's the first raven right there. Raven brought some food. Man, stories of the Bible, they're for us. Anyway, your father turned against me, told him, and now the God of, our, of my father's has spoke to me and said, hey, you've worked hard for him. But anyway, been, okay, let's skip that. Yeah, watch this. He says, but God has not permitted him to do any harm. To do it, uh, for, anyway, for God has not permitted him to do me any harm. Praise the Lord. For if he had said the speckled animals would be mine, then all the flock would produce that. And then he, uh, get back in here. So in other words, I just told you, that, uh, their dad switched it and said, no, those are mine now. And then he changed and said, I could have the streaked ones. And then the lambs were streaked. In this way, God made me wealthy at your father's expense. <laughs> anyway, at the mating season, see, I told you, he had, the Lord told him what to do. He saw that the he, he goats mating the flock were streaked, speckled, and mottled. Then in a dream, an angel of God called to me and told me that I should mate the white females. Another gave him the plan. Okay. He said, I've done all that Laban has done for you, the angel said. Uh, no, see, for see, excuse me, for I have seen all that Laban's done to you. He said, I'm the God that you met at Bethel. Remember, he named that place House of God because he woke up and he goes, ah, God's here. And that's where he had promised. He said, look, you do all this stuff, I'll give you 10% of everything I got if you're going to do this stuff. So tithing was not a preacher thing, you know. <clears throat> tithing is a thing of a response that praise God, hallelujah. And how are you going to give God 10% of something you don't ever get, you know. So you should expect all these massive blessings. 
You get in trouble when you get all these massive blessings and you go, well, I'm not going to let anybody else have any of this. You know, that's where you get in trouble. Don't do that. You know? Okay. Now, look what, look what the two wives said. Now, here's what I'm saying about women. Watch this. Rachel and Leah replied, that's fine with us. There's nothing for us here. Our father's wealth will, our, none of our father's wealth will come to us. He's reduced our rights to those of foreign women. Yeah, y'all are like cows. Moo. I mean, to their own dad. He said he sold us, and what, and, what, uh, and what he received from us has disappeared. Look at this. Look what these women said. The riches God has given you from our father were legally ours and our children's to begin with, so go ahead and do what God has told you to do. So anyway, while their dad was busy, they hightailed it, and they, poof, and they got three days' journey away from their dad. Now, remember, he already told his, told his father-in-law, look, I want to leave. And he was being a jerk about it. So anyway, here's what they did. Laban was out shearing his sheep. That was their, you know, the, the two wives' dad. Jacob set his wives and son on camels, boy, and he hit, he hit out. Now, remember, he ain't broke. He's got servants. He's got flocks. Look at this. He's loaded. Jacob's flocks had gotten there at Padamaran. Uh, in other words, he got to New Hope, whatever, on his way to whatever, Florida. He took everything he owned and started out to see his father, Isaac, in the land of Canaan. So he fled with all his possessions. Rachel, uh, Look at this. Now, Rachel stole her father's household gods and took them with her. Now, it's just a note. I'm going to tell you, everybody was not Sunday school. Come on. They didn't have preachers. There was no preachers. Well, you ain't heard them going to church yet. <clears throat> anyway. Okay, so here's what happened. So anyway, but notice she had this little idol or whatever. Anyway, they crossed the Euphrates River and they headed toward the ter territory of Gilead. Laban didn't learn of their flight for three days. Boy, he got mad. Anyway, he took several men and he took out after a hot pursuit and he caught up with them seven days at Mount Gilead. That night, God appeared to Laban. Now remember, God already promised to Abraham in the 12th chapter, I'll bless those that bless you and I'll curse those that curse you. The 17th chapter, God said, I will establish my covenant with every one of your descendants in their generation. We belong to that too. Galatians 3.29, if you be Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Abraham's blessings are ours. Okay. So anyway, the bad guy's coming after him. The bad guy's coming after you. I'm about done. Watch this. The Lord told, uh, he says, watch out what you say to Jacob. Don't give him your blessing and, cur don't, give him your blessing and, uh, and don't curse him. Laban finally caught up with Jacob as he was camped at the top of a ridge. Laban, meanwhile, camped uh, below in the mountains, kind of like David and Saul, one up and down, whatever. What do you mean by sneaking off like this, Laban said. Are my daughters prisoners captured in battle that you've rushed away like this? Well, Laban deserved every bit of this. He said, why didn't you give me a chance to say goodbye? What a bozo. We've had the same in-laws and family problems. You know, they just act like they're all saints, whatever. You didn't give me a chance for a farewell party and singing, orchestra, and harp. Why didn't you let me kiss my grandchildren and tell them goodbye? This is a strange way to act. He says, <laughs> he's showing his whatever. I could crush you. But the God of your fathers has appeared to me last night and said, don't do it. Be careful not to be too hard on Jacob. But see, though you feel you must go as long as uh, uh, so intensely for your childhood home, why have you stolen my idols? Well, Jacob didn't know anything about that. He says, why don't you take your stupid idols? He said, I snuck away because I was afraid. He said, I said to myself, he'll take his daughters from me by force. But as, your household, but as far as your household idols are concerned, a curse on whoever took them, let them die. If you find a single thing we've stolen, I swear by all these men, I'll give it back to you without question. For Jacob didn't know Rachel had taken them. Anyway, uh, excuse me. So Laban went into Jacob's tent to search for them. Then in Leah's, 
And he searched the two tents of the concubines, didn't find it. Finally, he went to Rachel's tent. Well, remember, he's in Rachel's tent. Okay. Rachel, remember, was the one who had stolen the idols, but she stuffed them under her camel saddle, and she was sitting on them. Although Laban searched the tents thoroughly, he didn't find them. Uh, forgive me for not getting up. I'm on my, well, you can figure it out. That's what it says. My time of month, my monthly period. So Laban didn't find him. Well, she was sitting on it. Okay. Anyway, Jacob, look at this. Man, I tell you, he needs to go have a counseling session with a preacher. Now, is that what this story's about? I mean, come on. We all know to control our anger. But Jesus didn't obviously control his anger when he ran everybody out of the temple. The Bible is not about having a good attitude. The Bible is believing in somebody who created you and I and finding out what we're supposed to do in our life. Okay, watch this. Jacob, boy, he's mad. What'd you find? What's my crime? You come in rushing after me as though you were chasing a criminal and search through everything. Now, put everything I stole out here in front of us before your men and mine for all to see, and we'll decide whose it is. Now, look at there. Here's your time frame. 20 years. Man, he ain't seen his mama and daddy in 20 years. But now, remember, his brother wanted to kill him. <laughs> I've been with you 20 years, and all that time I cared for your ewes, your goats, and all that you produce, your healthy offspring. He's, boy, he's on a roll here. He's saying, man, I took the hit for every one of these things that went wrong. He said, I never touched one of your rams for food. If any animal were attacked, killed by wild animals, did I show them to you and ask you to recount, reduce the count of your flock? No, I took the loss. You made me pay for every animal. Boy, he's just letting him have it. He said, I worked in the scorching heat, you know, sleepless cold nights. 20 years, 14 of them, earning your $2. Maybe he was ticked. Six years to get the flock. And you reduced my wages 10 times. But guess what's happened? No matter what's been going on, Jacob is loaded. He's loaded. And the same thing belongs to you. Now, we're about done with this, and i got to stop. In fact, every, except for the grace of God, the God of my, there it is, Mel, grandfather, Abraham, even the glorious God of Isaac, my father, you would have sent me off without a penny to my name. But God has seen your cruelty and my hard work, and that's why he's appeared to you last night. Well, Laban backed off, and he said, well, these women are my daughters, and these children are mine, and these flocks and all you have. Look at this. Oh, bozo. He keeps saying, they're all mine. This, I even <laughs> he said, how could I harm my own daughters and my grandchildren? Notice he didn't mention him. <laughs> he said, I'm going to kill you, though. Come now, we'll sign a peace pact, and I'll live by it, and uh, we'll live by its terms. So Jacob took a stone, set up a monument, and he told his men to gather stones, make a heap. Jacob and Laban ate together with a pile of rocks. They named it the witness pile, Jera Sadutha in Laban's language and Gilead's language. Wow. I mean, in Jacob's language. Wow. Two languages between the two of them. Anyway, this pile of stones will stand as a witness between us if either one trespass against this line. Laban said it's also called, well, look at that. You ever heard of the people of the Watchtower? Well, that's where they get this stuff from. They got their name from here. Or Mizpah. Laban said, may the Lord see to it that we keep this bargain when we get out of each other's sight. And if you are harsh to my daughters or take otherwise, I won't know, but God will see it. This heap, Laban says, stands between us as a witness of our vows. I'll not cross this line to attack you, and you won't attack me. He says, I call upon the God of Abraham, Nahor, and their father to destroy either one of you. Now, just so you'll know, Abraham was ten from Noah. It shows you the genealogy all the way to Noah. Okay. And Noah was 10 from Adam, basically. <clears throat> so anyway, Jacob took the oath before Almighty God, his father Isaac, and to respect the boundary, Jacob presented the sacrifice to God on top of the mountain and invited his company for a great feast. So anyway, they had a great night. Anyway, Laban kissed all his kids, his grandkids, goodbye, whatever. And they returned home. Anyway, and blessed them, returned home. Now, uh, I'm going to stop there. But the, what's so funny is the very next event that happens is, uh-oh, He's got to meet Isaac. I mean, he's got to meet his brother Esau, who wanted to kill him. But can you guess what's going to happen? Nothing. 
I mean, man, those two brothers love each other. And guess what happened to Esau? Esau was, he was rocking and rolling with a whole bunch of, he'd been blessed tremendously too. And he didn't even have the blessing of Abraham. The blessing was on Jacob. Wow. Remember the scripture says, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated him. Well, he didn't hate him too much. <laughs> it really wasn't hate. It was just selection. You know, all this stuff is given to you. You don't have to earn these things. They're not, they're not to be earned. They're given to us as gifts. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We just thank you that following the God of Jacob, what we see here, how he was protected here, even from a, a, a enraged father-in-law and whatever, just the, and the, the way his daddy, his father-in-law was treating him for 20 years and messed with his finances and stuff, but it didn't stop him. He was tremendously blessed all the way. Anyway, Father, so if we're faced with sickness or whatever, that's no problem. You'll fix that. And if you have any financial difficulty, you'll take care of that. If there's something we didn't even mention today, it doesn't matter. You're so great, you'll fix that. Because you didn't put us down here to be tore up. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And whatever's born of God overcomes the world. So we just thank you for it. So that didn't leave anything left but for us to tell others how great of God you are in our lives, doing wonderful things for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. Well, amen. Good.